Tonight, we'll be talking about Houghton, Michigan, located in the Upper Peninsula. Houghton, Michigan is host to Michigan Tech University, or MTU. Hi, welcome to This, Our Small Town. I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with John. Hello. And Corey. Hi. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from a suburb of Grand Rapids. I'm from Walloon Lake. I have both of you here because you happen to attend um, MTU, and MTU is located where? Four miles past the end of the earth. It's the Upper Peninsula's Upper Peninsula. What's the population? 7,500, not counting students. What happens in Houghton? Well, a couple weeks ago, some guy ran his car into a snowbank and then decided to pull out a gun and start shooting at the snowbank while drunk. Oh, that was Hancock. We don't talk about Hancock. (laughs) So we like to joke about the drinking, and there is a lot of drinking, to be fair, but there's like a 40% freshman attrition rate. So 40% of people who go up don't come back for a second year. Some of that's from weeder classes. Some of that's from people thought, like, I'm going to college. And then they're like, oh, it's so barren up here. The people that are left are crazy, smart, and or love the outdoors. And it's a really interesting mix of people. And so what goes on after hours is people are making their own fun. Uh, And then it's easy to write off the local residents, but a lot of the people that live up there love fantasy and sci-fi books and are avid readers and go to movie releases in what few theaters are up there. So Houghton has Michigan Tech University. What else does it have? It has a Walmart. A whole bunch of people that have never moved. There's quite a bit of tourism up there. There's some restaurants and some bars. There's a few tech companies innovating, but it's mostly the university and retirement. The university employment dominates the job market up there by a huge margin. Nothing else comes close. What drives the town economically and culturally? You've mentioned the college. Is that it? There's also the hospital. Um, there's a lot of there's some industries of necessity, but like since 1840, mines started popping up everywhere, and uh, until World War II, when the copper market crashed, it was kind of a bustling utopia in some sense, a series of colony towns owned entirely by private industry. But this all collapsed, and something that's kind of cool is there's no shortage of churches and in some places synagogues, where each ethnic group that would come through would build their own church communities. And then as the towns collapsed from, what was it, 100,000 people up in Calumet at one point, it slowly dwindled down to maybe 5,000, maybe a couple hundred. Calumet's down to a few hundred. Michigan Tech was originally the Michigan School of Mines. Why does that no longer exist? What happened? There's no active mines up there. Uh, there's one active mine. Uh, yeah, there's counts, a strip though. mine outside of Marquette. Okay, 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 okay. Houghton, a, a namesake of the, the town, was appointed as the state geologist in 1830. And they had been hearing rumors of this Antonagon boulder, which everybody that came back said it was, you know, five feet larger than the last guy that saw it. And so uh, part of that was like deliberate, you know, state promotion. Like, we've got this boulder. But anyway, so they're hearing about, you know, copper just up on the ground. You don't even have to dig for it. And the state's like, well, what do we do? Um, They send an expedition up, and one of the people, one of the members of this expedition was Houghton. So he goes up, and he looks around, and he he digs in some spots. He sees some spots where there were ancient little pit mines where people clawed up copper. And you could 
you know, with enough effort and a sharp eye, find chunks, some some very large just lying in the forests. And this is really weird. Everywhere else in the world with a copper reserve of any significant quantity was all in copper oxide. This was native metallic copper, which was an enormous deal. You could immediately smelt it with no chemical processing and uh, put it into bars. Yeah, there's like one other place in the world where pure copper ore can be mined. It, it's very rare. All, all actual copper mining is they're, they're compounds of some sort and they have to be separated and processed. So what happened to this copper mining industry? They ran out of copper in the ground. After over 100 years of mining, you have to deal with every safety violation above that year of mining. And as you go deeper, the, the veins get thinner. And just one quick note on, on the copper expedition. <laughs> Houghton came back and wrote a report that said essentially... I would caution anyone that you would need great persistence and patient development of resources and tasks to see any returns on copper. And so the copper rush began and people went grabbed up land like mad. Quincy Mine was known as old reliable because they always paid a dividend to their shareholders. They, they missed one. They missed one in like 80 years of operation. From what I understand, the Portage Bridge is fairly significant. Yes, it's a lift bridge. It's kind of the image of the town. Yeah, it's on the crest. Uh, they have a celebration every year called Bridgefest, because the bridge finally joined Houghton and Hancock together. It's not the first bridge, though. The lift bridge is the replacement for the original bridge. What was wrong with the original bridge? It couldn't lift. Oh. Bridgefest sounds like a fairly niche celebration. Are there other festivals in Houghton? Yeah, there's the one where they cut a hole in the portage in the middle of winter and have a diving contest. Polar diving. That that sounds... Frigid. Dangerous. Any other celebrations? Uh, there's Winter Carnival. The students on campus... There's two sets of statue building contests. One is the month-long thing where some of the larger frats and organizations will spend a whole month building massive sculptures. Some of them require all of their members to spend 40 hours a week on it. And I mean, th these can get pretty tall. They'll build scaffolding to work on them. Some of them have been over 10 feet tall. If somebody asked you what they were going to do on vacation there, give me the, the car salesman pitch. Water. Water everywhere. I mean, anything outdoors. You can go hiking, skiing, ATVing, snowmobiling. So if you, if you want the tourism pitch from the state, look at our many wonderful theaters. The arts are very vibrant. Come experience the fresh, crisp uh, seafood at Bridgefest and the Thimbleberry Festival, of the, the thousands of miles of trails, the furthest point north in America, the continental United States, and a bunch of other crap. Uh, no, I think Maine is the farthest Oh, I'm point. sorry. I, I may have jumped the gun on that one. Uh, there's also a lot of beer. Uh, we mentioned beer, but like, I mean, like, there's a lot of brew pubs up there. So you can go to the library, the KBC, there's the Copper Pot. Hold up. The library. This is a bar? Yeah, yes. There is a bar called the library, so that when your parents call you and ask you where you are, yeah, Mom, I'm studying at the library. A lot of these places you can order in food. The library is kind of a family restaurant. Uh, as far as the UP goes, it's an upscale eating establishment. And like all of the businesses on Main Street, it's got a sad story. Uh, it has burned down three times. Oh, no. And it has actual books that over their history had to keep getting book drives to have enough books to put on the shelves for the library. Oh, and my. that may contribute to their cost, you know, insurance and all that.
Yeah, understandably. So before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to say about Houghton? There's three libraries. All of them are amazing. Only one of them has beer, though. John? Well, there's one other festival we didn't actually mention. It's mostly a university thing. Ooh, yeah. It's called K-Day. The university claims it's Kiwanaw Day, but my freshman year, early on, I learned from one of the professors that it actually started as Keg Day. It's very early in the semester, and people would drink. Going back in time, shortly after classes start, a bunch of frats would take kegs up to the state park, which, believe it or not, a lot of state parks you can drink in. And this one, McLean, McLean State Park, has on its schedule... There is one day of year that drinking is prohibited, and it is, quote, the day known as K-Day. But you could really count that as, I mean, it is a festival into itself. It's quite a spectacle to see, but it, it's really one of the, the university, hey, this is all the stuff that's going on. Get together and mix, guys. It sounds like a lot of fun. Houghton sounds like a pleasant place. When you get up there, it's just like everything slows down. It sounds quiet. It smells wonderful. I'd like to thank you for joining me today. It's been a pleasure chatting with you both. I suppose we'll see you in Houghton. Campfires and waterfalls for everyone. Are oh, you coming camping with us this year? I am. I'll see you there. Mm -hmm.